Has he been royalty to, or do we acknowledge him as being royalty? He's king of kings and he's lord of lords. He's the one that owns all the cattle on the hill and all the silver and gold belong to him. He is royalty. So we crowned him King of kings, we crown him Lord of lords. We crown him the great I am. We crown him El Elyon. We crown him I am that I am. God is worthy to be praised, not just on today, but every day that we have breath in our bodies, every day that we get an opportunity to wake up and have the activities of our limbs every day that he nudges us, we should tell the Lord, thank you. Every day that we drive down the highway and he prevents hurt, harm, and danger from coming nigh us, we should be shouting hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me from danger seen and unseen every day. Every day. You cannot take one instance of any day for granted. God is calling people home left and right. And I'm thankful to yet still be here on earth. Yet thankful that my name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. And that when he calls my name and says to me, well done, thy good and faithful daughter, mother, wife, nana, right? Boss, all of those things. And then ask me to give an account. So I choose to worship him in moments where he prompts me and nudges me to say, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Don't miss your opportunity. Today, tonight, this evening, now, to open up your mouth and begin to worship him for who he is and for who he's been to um, and for you. It's thankful Thursday, y'all. Um, but I'm thankful every day. It's just the day that we have named aimed and marked as thankful Thursday, but God is faithful and just every day. So in that, I give him praise. Your girl Takia is with us today, um, and I'm excited to hear what God has 
placed on the inside of her belly. Takiya, walk heavy this morning and let the Lord use you. Listen, I'm, I feel like I, I, there's a shift taking place because I, I feel like the weight that God has been placing on us as his servant leaders in, for this forum, um, for me, has shifted because uh, the moment that I get up and I begin to sit down in front of my computer and I turn on my worship music, I literally feel God shifting me to a new place. Mm -hmm. And I pray that the same shift that he's placing on the inside of me and, and the same work that he's doing on the inside of me reciprocates unto you and just flows unto you all. Listen, get you some worship. Hallelujah. It shifts the trajectory of your day. It shifts your mm -hmm. mindset. Uh, the heartaches and pains become less bearable when you get up under the anointing and the oil of God, even just through worship. Yes, his word is what we need. And we don't always have somebody that's there to preach and teach a word. Get you a scripture and meditate on it. I'm not telling you to read the book. Get you a scripture and meditate on it and then couple it with some worship and watch what happens in your own Sphere of influence, your own rooms in your home. Listen, worship ships the atmosphere. It's all yours, Takia. Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you, sis. That what you just said was was confirmation, right? It was confirmation, and I've always and I always tell you, I always thank you for your obedience to do what God has told you to do and to allow this platform to continue to go forward and to allow God to continue to use you because you are a shifter. <laughs> you are a shifter and an anointed woman of God who knows how to sh help shift the atmosphere when people can't see it for themselves. And so this morning is nothing but confirmation, is nothing but alignment. Usually you and I will speak prior. Today we didn't speak at all. And so for everything that you're saying and for every and for the the spirit that I feel even just online, through the online, touching and agreeing, God is in this place. And all I can say is hallelujah and give him the highest praise. So I'm just glad to be here. You, I, I, <clears throat> I haven't been here in about a week and a half. I went back to school, so I'm just glad to be here, and I'm glad for your prayers. Um, I'm continuing praying for you, Denise, and your family with every with the grief that is going on right now. It may be your time today, but it could be someone else's tomorrow. So we just continue to lift one another up, and I am thankful. I am just. Thankful, thankful, thankful that I can come together and touch and agree with my sister and feel God and feel God. What the Bible say, try the spirit, buy the spirit, <laughs> judge the fruit, <laughs> the tree by the fruit it bears. God is in this place. So <clears throat> without further ado, let's get started. And so I, I, the Lord woke me up early yesterday morning. And all he said was, let it go. He said, let it go. And I was like, yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. And thankful th for th about thankful Thursday. 
us learning how to let it go and be thankful. Have you ever wondered why the rear view mirror is so small, but the front windshield is so big and wide? While living this life of a Christian, we should actually be living in the manner as a small, like the vehicle we drive, a small rear view mirror to just give us a glimpse of what's behind us, enough to see, but not enough to fo really focus on, and a huge front window, enough room to see left, right, and as far as your eyes can see window to look forward to see clearly even the obstacles you can see and maneuver when if you do look in the rearview mirror it's small enough to only look for a bit but not to stay there what will happen if you remain looking in the the rearview mirror well let's see actually what the online google said i looked up to see what google says why is the rear view mirror smaller than the windshield? Well, the rear view mirror, on the other hand, allows you to view behind your car without moving your head, which encourages cautious driving. The windshield is approximately 80% bigger than the rear view mirror. It would therefore make sense that we should look forward through the windshield at the road upon which we are heading the majority of the journey. The reason the rear view mirror in your car is so small compared to the windshield is because we are taught to drive while looking ahead and not behind. What happens if we continue looking behind? For one, we won't be looking forward. There's a strong possibility to get detoured because you're not paying attention on what's in front of you if you continue to look behind you. Ultimately, possibility, you could crash, preventing yourself from moving forward, and you will be distracted and taken off track if you continue to look backwards. This morning, I thought about <clears throat> yesterday, God placed on my heart one of my favorite books, Job, one of my favorite people in the Bible, Job. We know everything about Job. Job, we, you know, it was introduced to us as a wealthy and righteous man living in the land of us. He possessed flock, he possessed camel, oxen, and many servants. He had a huge family with seven sons and three daughters, but that wasn't enough. Satan, when man went to God for sacrifice, Satan showed up too. And in the book of Job 1, 6 through 12, American Standard Version, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? Satan answered the Lord, walking around on it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a fence around him and his house and all that he has on, on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. 
but reach out with your hand now and touch all that he has. He will certainly curse you to your face. Then the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not reach out and put your hand on him. So Satan departed from God's presence. And God then allowed Satan to test Job, but places a limitation on harming Job's life. Satan challenges Job's faithfulness, suggesting that only he served God because of the blessings, the tangible things that he has. He challenged Job, he challenged God in the fact that saying that if you take all this away, I know for sure he will curse you. That's a small-minded way of thinking, right? And people who looking at Christians on the outside think of us the same way. If they didn't have that house, if they didn't have that job, I bet you they wouldn't walk around here happy and smiling and greeting like they do on the job. I bet you they wouldn't act that way if they didn't have this or that. That's how they test us and that's how they do. Those are nothing but the workers of the enemy. God allows Satan to test Job. He placed limitations on him without harming his life. Job's losses and suffering. Job received news of his loss of his livestock due to the radars and the raiders and the natural disasters. All his sheep, his camel, his oxen have been destroyed. A great wind collapsed on a home, destroying and killing his children. But despite these devastating losses, Job remained faithful and does not sin against God. He then went through physical afflictions. He had boils all over his body. He sits in ashes, scraping his wounds with broken pottery. His friends come to visit. We know we have those friends that come and say, oh, what did you do? Questioning, why are you going through this? Knowing that it had to be something that you did but not realizing that things don't only come to us. Storms don't only arise because we did something, but we must remember that sometimes storms come in our life because God has allowed it. Has God allowed a storm to come into your life today? Has he allowed something to, to shake your foundation? Has, has the last six months been a struggle? Have you been questioning yourselves? What did I do wrong? Why am I going through this? But just like Job, it's okay. But we have to get back on track and we have to focus. Is, are you someone that God can point to and initiate that the devil go and test you? Because he believes that you will stand the test of time. Are you that person of integrity? Are you that Christian of integrity? Because those are two different worlds, integrity and a Christian with integrity. Man's made and man's integrity is different than Christian's way, Christian's integrity. Christian's integrity is doing it even doing the right thing, even if someone is not looking. Understanding that God is always looking. They initially sit with Job in silence for seven days, his friends do, observing his suffering. I feel like those are just the nagging people wanting to be around and troll you to see how are you going to react in this 
in this season. People just looky loo, what looky loo when they say looky loo, looking to see what will you do. They engage and attempt to explain his suffering. They suggest that Joel must have committed a grave sin to deserve it, but he did it. Joel maintains his innocence and questions the justice of his, his, his suffering. Joel lamenting and desires for God's justice. He expresses his anguish, questioning why the righteous suffering while the wicked prosper. He actually yearns and he begs God for a he begs for a mediator who can plead his case before God. But he God responds to Job. When God responds to Job's question and reveals his wisdom and power, Job realizes his limited understanding and acknowledges God's sovereignty. In Job 42, 2 through 6, New American Standard, Job says. I know that you can do all things and that no plan is impossible for you. Who is this who conceals advice without, without knowledge? Therefore, I have declared that which I did not understand things too wonderful for the understand things too wonderful for me, which I do not know. Please listen and I will speak. I will ask you and you instruct me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ears, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I retract. I repent, sitting on dust and ashes. Job's encounter with God brings him to a place of surrender and humility. He lets go of his desire to understand the reasons behind his suffering and fully acknowledges God's greatness and authority. Have you surrendered today? Have you stopped wondering the why are you going through it? Or have you just placed it in God's hands, knowing that all things work together for the good of those who love God? Knowing that no weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper it understanding that whatever it is that you are going, that is going on in this season, God has a purpose and a plan, even if he takes everything from you. It is a moment of profound submission and acceptance of God's will. He reaches a point of deep spiritual transformation and acceptance of God's sovereignty. He finds peace in surrendering to God's wisdom and trusting his plan. One thing that I know is when you surrender to God's plan and to God's anointing on your life, there would be, there will be a shift. <laughs> there will be a shift. There will be a moment of peace that will just come over you when you understand while you're sitting while you're waiting, while you're looking, while you're focusing on what God's plan is, while you while you know the plan that he has for you, the goals, while he already gave them to you, you can now sit in the storm and wait it out in peace. In peace. Because you understand that you are a child of God and that God will never leave you nor forsake you. 
that he said in his word, he is, you are a child of the king. But like I said before, like I've said time and time again, like I say, when I talk to people, when yes, it's going to be, yes, it's going to feel bad. Yes. You're going to want to be like Paul and ask for that thorn to be removed three times. Yes. You are going to want to come out of it, but there's a reason why there's time for the shaping. God is shaping you. Diamonds are only made with pressure. You cannot make a diamond without pressure. You cannot remove the dross out of gold and see your reflection without fire. In order to get to that other side, in order to get stronger and to be to get to that destination where God wants you to be, we have to go through the storm. Not have it removed, not stop in the midst of it, not break down. Break down a day. I'll give you a day. I'll give you a four hours. That's it. <laughs> and then you got to get up and put your good big girl pants on and move around because you know who you are and whose you are in this thing. I give you four hours and that's a little too long. <laughs> but you have to keep moving. God asked Job a series of rhetorical questions, highlighting his authority and knowledge. Job acknowledges his limited understanding and humbles himself before God. Restoration and blessings. God rebukes Job's friends for their misguided counsel. Watch who you talk to. Watch who you give your, you, you talk about your husband to. Watch who you go to for counsel. Watch who's in your presence, especially when you're in the storm. Because they can cause distractions. They can cause you to step wrong when God wants you to step another way. Watch who you have as your interceders. God blesses Job with twice the wealth he had before. Abundant livestock and children. Job's experienced a series of severe trials and losses. But despite losing his wealth, his children, his health, Job maintained his faith and integrity throughout this whole ordeal. After enduring these hardships, the book of Job tells us that God restored his fortunes and blessed him with even greater abundance. In Job 42, 10 through 17, it is mentioned that after Job's suffering, God blessed him with twice the wealth and he, that he had before. He died, an old, he died old and full of years, said it, that he was able to see four of his generations. Having lived a blessed and prosperous life after his period of suffering, Job was it broke it all the way down that he received double the portion of his of his stock and he re, and he received or gained back the same amount of children that he lost before another portion and i don't know why but another portion that we remember when we read about job is remember his wife his wife actually told him 
Why don't you just curse God and die? Ask yourself, which wife are you going to be today? Are you going to be that one that sees that we're in a storm and you're going to pray and you're going to push and you're going to pour into your husband and you're going to pour into him to continue to focusing on God and not focusing on the issue? Or are you going to be the one that just said, just go ahead and curse him and God and die? No, we have to learn how to be the interceders in our relationships when things are not looking the way we think they should look. Because we're going through a storm, because we're going through the fire. Remember, when we get to that other side, we will be clear and pure and strong as we as we prior to how we were then when we went through it. My grandmother used to always say, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. And I do believe what doesn't kill you truly makes you stronger. But we have to stand in it and we have to learn how to focus on the person that gives us the strength, on the person that has allowed it. Because remember, not everything we go through is because of sin. Sometime God handpicks us because it's our turn, because he believes and he trusts that we won't curse him, that we're going to stand in the fire. In conclusion, I wanted to read this poem and it says, the past is the past for a reason. That is where it's supposed to stay. But some cannot let it go. In their head, it eats away. Until all their focus becomes the person they used to be, the mistakes they made in their life, oh, if only they could see. That you cannot change what happened no matter how hard you try, no matter how much you think about it, no matter how much you cry. What happens in your lifetime happens for a reason unknown. So you have to let the cards unfold. Let your story be shown. Don't get wrapped up in the negativity. Be happy with what you have been given. Live for today, not tomorrow. Get up, get out, and start living. Because the past is the past for a reason. It's been and now it's gone. So stop, so stop trying to think of ways to fix it. It's done. It's unchangeable. Move on. I don't know who that may be for today. I know that I had recently just gone through some things. My husband and I, that's reason why I can stand firm on it and tell it today is because you have to move on. It's over. But it has to be, you have to and must believe that God has a perfect plan designed for your life. And that whatever he may allow you to go through, knowing that it's greater on the other side, knowing that it's something better. He's removed things from your life for a reason. Quit trying to go back and open up that door that God has closed. Ask for the key for the next door. And throw away the key from the previous door. It's closed. It's locked and it's gone. Move forward or you'll be standing still 
wondering why you're stagnant, wondering why things aren't going the way you think they should go. God has a plan. He's designed it. But remember that rear view mirror is small for a reason. You can see and be reminded not to make those same mistakes, but look through that big picture, look through that big windshield so you can move forward and not get distracted. And so that you can go to get to the destination that God has planned for you in your life. Let it go, sis, and be thankful. Because let's remember, once Job surrendered and once he realized, I can just only imagine that he started thanking God. I can just only imagine that he accepted. He accepted it. And we, when we accept what's going on, we can only praise our way through the rest of the way. Denise said, worshiping, worshiping is us communing with God. It's personal. It's intimacy. Worship is intimacy. And again, a, and the only way you can have intimacy is if that connection is fully connected. In order for you to be able to worship, praise, and thank him. Even when you don't have anything else to say, sometimes what that song say, if I can just wave my hand. Because God knows our hearts. If I can just wave my hand, I don't have nothing else to say. Lord, you know where I am. God, if I can just wave my hand. Knowing that I love you, knowing that I know that you are the author and the finisher of my faith. You have designed me. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. I didn't have a lot. <laughs> I just came to give you what God placed on my heart. And as I said, I have my husband and I was talking when we were out to dinner yesterday. And I said that the first six months of this year has been a little turmoil and turbulence and speed bumps. And we praised and our, we worshiped our way through. And I said, this June is my new year. That was just something... <laughs> That was just something to just get a glimpse. But June is my new year. A new beginning, a starting new again. No, it's not the eighth month with new beginning. No, it's not seven. In, but it's just correlating with the six, six, half of the year. That's it. Not numer numerology at all. But it's just the half of the year is gone. And now we got the next half to begin again. Because the storm is over now. Ooh, Jesus. I haven't heard that one in a long time, Denise. <laughs> but the storm is over now. And if you are now in the midst of it, just continue to praise your way through. I love you all. God bless you. Denise, thank you. I just hope that somebody received something. I hope that this the word landed on good soil and that we can just continue to push and continue to encourage one another. Please continue to lift me up in prayer. I am in school right now. And so that's why I haven't been on in the mornings. Um, but just continue to pray for me as I continue to pray with you all as well. Um, and we just continue striving and pushing our way through it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Let me just remind you. You said this is, I just had a little, but your little was 
full of protein. Bless you. Your little was full of substance that was necessary for our dietary health. <laughs> um, the song that resonated for me was um, Israel Houghton, mm -hmm. um, Moving Forward. Mm, that's for a moment you have brought me to such a freedom I have found in you. Mm -hmm. You're the healer who makes all things new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead here to declare to you my, my past is over in you. All things are made new. Surrendered my life to Christ. I'm moving, moving forward. Mm -hmm. You have risen with all power in your hands. You have given me a second chance. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going back. I'm moving forward. Yeah. Um, so many things in that. Takiya, because we'll get stuck in what it used to be. Mm -hmm. We'll get stuck in uh, what I used to have, right? Mm -hmm. um, we'll get stuck in, well, this is what we used to do. This mm -hmm. is how my husband used to be. Um, we get stuck in all of those things and God is saying, yeah, but I've moved you from that to this. Yes. And in this, there's purpose. In this, there's a reason. Um, Takiya, I know that this this um, this new road mm -hmm. that God has placed you on uh, hasn't been the best of roads for you. Mm -hmm. you know sometimes mm -hmm. you take the exit off the freeway where you're moving really smoothly, and you know, right? You got a little bit of traffic and a little bit of congestion. Mm -hmm. But let's say God is taking you. Uh, he told the exit is the exit you would take to get into Sausalito mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for those that are in Northern California, right? <laughs> and when you take the exit to get into Sausalito, as beautiful as the city is, mm -hmm. the roads become quite bumpy and narrow. Mm -hmm. And I, I know, sis, that mm -hmm. the road hasn't been easy. And when you declared that June was your new your new year. Mm -hmm. You weren't known to call, but I need you to understand that six denotes the human number. Man was created on the sixth day. Wow. And this first occurrence of the number makes it an all multiple multiples of it. It's mm -hmm. the hallmark of all connected with man. God, mm -hmm. he works six days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come on. The hours of his days are multiples of six. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your new year for you is not by happenstance. Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. created you on this day, in Ooh. this month. <laughs> and everything that you've been asking and praying for and waiting for God to show up, that you've declared mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that this is your new year. Yes, it was your time to start a new, new mindset, new attitude, uh, new ventures, new job, new yeah. education. Everything that you're doing in this month is set up for where God is taking you. Um, don't look at how bumpy the road is. Ain't <laughs> <Take> that <our> time. <laughs> don't look at how bumpy the road is. And listen, 
It may even throw your will alignment off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It may even blow out a tire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But trust the fact that he gave you AAA. Amen. And AAA, all mm-hmm. over the delay mm-hmm. in them getting there, they may <laughs> make things well when they get there, right? Exactly. Listen. It's I'm, a delay, but it's not denied. It's a delay, it but it's not denied, honey. They own the way. They may tell you, we got a 90-minute wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're in a safe mm-hmm. place, right? <laughs> right. You're on the side of the freeway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not That's running right. down a ditch, right? That's, That's right. the questions they ask you right. when That's you call AAA. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So God has you in a safe place. Safe place. Mm-hmm. He's not run you off the uh, in a ditch. You're not sitting on the side of the freeway. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you. And, and matter of fact, we'll text you with updates. That's God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to text you to Kia with updates. Mm-hmm. Update, class pass. Mm-hmm. Update, <laughs> building almost done. Update, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, and when he's coming. Listen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes. When my husband and I aligned, because because my husband is a provider, he's a provider, and he knows his wife. I'm grateful my husband knows his wife, <laughs> and he knows that I'm a I'm a mover. I'm a make things happen, and it's been almost it's been uh, about six. It's been six over six months that I have had to stand still. And his fear was that I was going to get depressed, that I was going to get weighted down. But once I told him I was okay, and he he said, well, I'm glad that you're okay. And then he became okay. Then that's when the shift happened. Mm-hmm. Because I had to be the wife pushing my husband because now you are the full provider. Mm-hmm. I can't give you anything. I can't help at all. Mm-hmm. And he had that worry because I have to take care of my family, right? I can't let my family down. I can't let myself down. I can't lose anything. It's all on me. And I kept reminding him, it's on you, but it's on God and you. But this is my my husband, pastor. But this is my reality. I understand that's your reality. But God is your reality too. Sometimes we have to be those people to remind someone else. You have to. Rah, rah. We got to be the cheerleader, right? You have to be the cheerleader. You have to be the cheerleader. Because for one, you can't both be down. (laughs) You can't both be. But what, Denise, when I started school last week and start moving, I mean, when I I said, oh, I guess my husband do know me because I think I did need, but I was okay in my soulless though. Because in that time, I was worshiping. I was praying. I was in my work. God was strengthening me there. Even though I didn't look the same, I wasn't this crazy Taki. I wasn't that same, but I was going to a different place. And once we got together in unity and we're on the same page, this is new year. Yeah. This is the beginning right here. Yeah. If one could put a thousand to flight. Two can put ten thousands. When we war together, together, and when we fight together, together. 
and not at each other. Baby, the damage that we can do in the spirit. We have to remember that it's not flesh. Not flesh. It is a spiritual warfare. It is a spiritual warfare. It's a battle in the spirit. It's not flesh. Once you see that, you know that, you recognize that. Yeah. yeah. You could do greater together. Greater together. I bless God for your tenacity. I, I bless God for your strength. Um, I bless God for your stick to itiveness. <laughs> um, because the enemy would could have come in and tried to, you know, wreak havoc. And I don't doubt that he did. Don't get me wrong, right? Yes. But you did not allow it to tell your husband, mm -hmm. why don't you just curse God and die? We would be better off. No. Maybe when you talked about the Ruby woman, you don't made me dig out my daggone book. <laughs> because I remember doing a study on the Ruby woman. Mm -hmm. I think we did it on Wednesdays. Y'all gonna make me go back. Mm -hmm. Because I need y'all to understand that the Ruby costs more money than the diamond. It, it does. <laughs> it does. Y'all better go back. Babe, I, I was like, where is the book, Jesus? Because <laughs> when we were diving into what the ruby woman really is and began to look at the many facets of a ruby. Yes, Jesus. Y'all looking for them, G, them S1s and G1s and your diamonds. I told my husband, when we upgrade for my 20, <laughs> which is next year, 2024, Lord says all right. Baby, my center stone will be a ruby. You got to understand the pressure for which the ruby has to go through to even become a sure. ruby. Listen, she going <laughs> to be a ruby surrounded by the diamonds because, <laughs> baby, listen, I, okay, yep, I, I, we going back to the ruby woman. I, I might have to do that on a Wednesday night, ma'am. The ruby. Yes. That thing, honey has to undergo the pressure of yes. all. Yes. So when she ready, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. baby, this is what she looking like. Hold on, let me show up. Let me get y'all. Come closer. Come closer this, to the this camera. This is what she looking like. You hear me? You hear hold me? On. I got to just take, let me just hold <laughs> on. You know when you got to just take the background off, right? You got to take it off. Just take it off. Y'all don't look at my workspace because I got I'm, it's, it's graduation season and I'm telling you, they're killing me over here. Yes, <laughs> honey. Thank you. <laughs> the ruby one. Yeah. This is what the ruby looks like, y'all. Mm -hmm. Listen, that thing, right, Faletta, her price is far above. Y'all yeah. even, listen, if y'all just Google, oh, <laughs> mercy. Uh, hold on. Let me just give y'all a, a let me tell y'all. Look, a one carat ruby. I just Googled cost of one carat cost of cost for a listen, a cost for a one carat ruby. Y'all, y'all don't even understand. How much is a one carat? Y'all, mm -hmm. <laughs> y'all ain't understanding. So first of all, each carrot, right, based on today's pricing is a little over a thousand dollars. But listen, this here ruby ring right here. You know what? <laughs> this here ruby ring right here, this ruby ring right here. Let me just tell you how many carrots it is first. 
And then I'm then I'm gonna then I'm gonna break it down for the pricing. This particular uh, ruby, the center stone is a cushion cut ruby. Mm -hmm. She's set in an 18 karat yellow gold. Mm -hmm. Okay, the quality grade. Come on, is natural. Mm, natural. Natural. Four mm -hmm. A. The ring thickness is a 7.1 millimeter. The mm. size is 12 by 12 millimeters. And the weight is 5.5 carats. Now, let me tell y'all the cost. The cost of this particular ruby is $30,136. Y'all better do the work and understand that rubies, Mm -hmm. And when God tells you that her price is far above, mm -hmm. y'all would have thought, well, God, why you didn't choose a diamond? No. Because the weight of it and the pressure that which it goes through does not equal and or line up to that which a ruby has mm -hmm. to go through to become the ruby that mm -hmm. God created her to mm -hmm. be. You better understand your mm -hmm. worth. Girl, mm -hmm. that's a whole nother baby. Like, you like y'all not ready? Y'all not ready? Like, they ain't ready. They're not ready. <laughs> They're not. I, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna find those videos because I know that they are somewhere in the archives. Mm -hmm. but, but when you talked about it, because we don't, because we don't know, mm -hmm. we don't even understand what Scripture mm -hmm. is talking about. Um, but I bless God for your word on this morning to let it go, let it go and let everything that's been holding you bound, everything that's been holding you back, everything that's been holding you from your purpose, let it go. I had um, a customer pick up a graduation stole from me yesterday, Diane, love it. And uh, the, the stole was created with memory. And, and present, okay. past and future. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. lost her son, but she has a son graduating. And as she, when she talked to me face to face, now mind you, God had already been doing some stuff over the phone and via text message. But when she got here and I presented it with her, she immediately broke. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I told her that there was purpose in her pain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I begin to minister to her because God does not allow catastrophic situations in our lives for the purpose of holding us hostage. There we have it. Mm -hmm. For the purpose of holding us to that day that it happened. So I told her, Di, mm -hmm. to get before God and ask God. What is my purpose in this pain? Mm -hmm. What can what mm -hmm. Diane? God makes no mistake when He connects me with people. I'm telling you. Now I run a business, a side hustle, but I'm telling you, God is in the side hustle because yes. I, I'm telling you, when she said to me what she wanted, and I began to create the design for her, and when I placed it in the backdrop, I weeped. Because I knew God was getting ready to do something in the midst of it. And I, that doesn't happen for every customer, but I'm telling y'all, 
So when she showed up, I just began to pour into her. Mm-hmm. And I told her she now got a new auntie. <laughs> Didn't know her from Bill on the street, honey. But then when she said to me who she was connected to, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we good. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm telling you, Jesus. God didn't make that, that didn't happen by happenstance. Yes, it was tragic. Mm-hmm. And I can't even fathom. But I'm telling you, God is merciful. God is kind. God is gracious. And I'm telling you, you need to go to God and ask him to birth something on the inside of you that surpasses the pain because other people, other mothers, other parents are feeling the same way you are. And God has deposited something on the inside of you that's going to help them come out. And in you helping them come out, he getting ready to set you free. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank God. Yes. Listen, y'all, it's, there's purpose behind your pain. Serena mm-hmm. is a prime example. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And there's some other folk on this line that has had to endure some things. Yes. You're probably enduring some things now. Where is Gwendolyn Cage? Girl, I ain't seen you. I need you to get on the line. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. purpose behind the fact that you lost your daughter. Mm -hmm. And it's not just to raise her kids. I'm telling you, there's something else on the backside of that. And when we begin to do the work and ask God to show us, Mm -hmm. he'll turn tragedy into triumph. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. And I'm not telling you that the road's going to be easy. It's not. But when you surrender it all to him, the burden will become so much lighter. Mm-hmm. And he'll give you the resources and the tools mm-hmm. and the ammunition you need to go into the world and do some things that you never even thought you could do. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. stop. I love you, Denise. <laughs> oh, girl, listen, I'll be like, ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love y'all. It's 621. Then empowered us and, and yes. encouraged us to let it go. I'm just telling y'all, yes, let yes. it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go and let God. Let God have his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh he didn't bring you this far you're right Valletta to leave you mm-hmm. he did not there's mm-hmm. so much in us mm-hmm. that God wants to do but he can't do it until we say yes yes mm-hmm. God yes to your will yes mm-hmm. God yes to your way yes God yes I'll obey Whatever it is you want me to do, I'll do it. However you want me to say it, I'll say it. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Period. Yes, Lord. Become the puppet for God. Yes, Lord. I'll just do and move how you want me to move. Listen. Mm-hmm. When you take yourself out the equation <laughs> and just let the puppet master do what the puppet master do, peace. When I tell you peace, Peace. On my child. <laughs> Peace. In my home. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Oh, oh. Peace. Whenever the Lord says Peace. Ah! Yes, honey. Listen. 
Yes, Lord. We love y'all. Yes, we love y'all. We love God and we love to have a good time. Yes. Um, have an amazing day. Amen. Tomorrow is Friday. Um, but today, be all, do all, get all that God has for you on this day. Remembering that this is the day that the Lord has made. You ought to rejoice and be glad in it. Period. <laughs> Period, poop. Period dot is what Letitia said. Letitia yes. Period. Period dot. Listen, get y'all a period and a dot talk today. Yes. With your peace. Love you. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing day.